behind you. But I'm no, being... Oh. That's over, that's over the head. No, I can't. <laughs> Hobbs. <laughs> Yeah, that really went over your head. Nah. Your favorite actor, my favorite actor, our favorite actor. All right, you know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe, nope, I don't even say that no more. See, this is what happens when I go one, <laughs> go one week and I'm yeah, back to those shenanigans. <laughs> Anyways, but you already know who it is. It's Mr. Nobody Himself, No Furious 7. Um, what do you applause at? Nah. Okay. You don't get no applause for garbage. <sighs> All right. Well, it's Leo Archibald, also known as uh, uh oh yeah, I f- forgot my uh, is it Leo Wise? Because <laughs> I forget or Leo Av. That's when the, the for the album. Um, <laughs> who else I is? Uh, you already know it's um, Nason Tatum, uh, Nyan Williamson, uh. Nanis Antetokounmpo, who else is young in the NBA out here balling? Uh, Nay Young, um, or you can probably call me the Nay Visible Man, Sonic the Nayhog, the Call of the Nailed, my hero, Academia Heroes, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bad Nates for Life. I forgot uh, to play your theme music. Say your names. Uh, Harley Quinn's Nates of Prey. Uh, the Impractical. Uh, practical? <laughs> Dang, you, you're getting all flustered because your uh, theme music right. came on. I don't get flustered. Uh, the Impractical Nakers, the movie. 1917. Brahms, the Nate 2. Nate Sea Island, uh, and also known as the one and only Fitbit Messiah himself, yeah. Roly Man. Let me play my thing. Spread your Roly Wings, everybody. There you are. There you are. The girl in the green dress. She took my breath away. And now I look to the sky for a better day. To the beat up. I met a fly girl, and I can't relax. Okay, relax. One, two, three, go! B-Dot, the rest of the cast, talk to him. <laughs> it's your boy Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya Taylor-Joy Van Zant. And I'm also, what else do I say? I say, sweet lady, oh, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. me, me. Just call and receive me like the coronavirus. I don't want that. I'm a timely barse man. 
That was for me, not for it. No, whack. I am a timely bars man. Whack bar. All right. Uh, any movies you uh, fall asleep on since the last episode, which is about two weeks ago? Couldn't remember if we actually talked about the photograph, but I'm nope. assuming not. Yeah, so I seen the photograph. Uh, I saw it as well. What'd you, uh, what'd you think of that? Uh, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, um, Issa, Issa Rae uh, joint. Uh, I didn't like it. Really. <laughs> <laughs> not and to the point where I'm not even sure if I like black movies. I didn't like Queen of Slim all that much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this movie was full of cringeworthy moments. For example, uh, Issa Rae dancing. I did not like that scene. You think she got the boogies? Nah. Uh, Lakeith and Issa discussing their favorite rappers. I mean, it seemed like a genuine conversation to you? Nah, that's, that was ridiculous. Uh, so on and so forth. Lil Rel was funny. I felt like the two, his daughters in that movie, that, the little one looked like James Harden to me. <laughs> I couldn't, every time I saw him, like, yeah, that's little James Harden. James Harden doing mo capture as little girls in the movies? Yeah. And I, I was trying to fall asleep during this movie, but for some reason my body kept me up for a while. But I did sleep for a bit, like especially towards the end. Uh, the movie was slow, and it it looked, it was paced, and like the score all seemed like it was a old school uh, detective mystery noir flick. I'm like this got the vibe, like they're about to solve a mystery or something. Like how uh, what's that Tiffany Haddish, Melissa McCarthy, like a boss, <laughs> uh, Elizabeth, oh Moss. the kitchen, yeah, like that, like it was supposed to be like that. Uh, I confused Issa's character's dad with the dude with the big mouth from Insecure when he got older. I thought it was the same person <laughs> that Lakeith was interviewing, and I thought that was Issa's dad <laughs> for, for for the longest. Wait, uh, the the guy who was the buff guy? Yeah, that is her dad. Then who was she talking to? <laughs> who was the dude Lakeith was interviewing? Her dad. That was two different people. I'm pretty. I'm a hundred percent sure. That, the, dude, the dude who offered him the crab legs. Yeah, and then the, that was Issa's dad. Yeah, she didn't know that was. Or she didn't know that oh, was her she dad. Thought to her the dad end. was the, okay. Yeah. yeah, she thought her dad I'm, was. Well, the, I, at the time, I thought I was confusing them as the same person. Not, <laughs> not that it was two different people. I thought it was the same. Like, like, this is kind of weird. What the, how they handling this? That ain't you. Yeah, yeah. Then that what ended up being her dad. Yeah, that's supposed to be a twist. I thought that was. I went into the movie thinking, thinking that, was, that the was the whole thing. thing. <laughs> that wasn't much of a twist. I'm like, okay. Like I thought that was. That's what I thought that was what it was. Cause, <laughs> especially because I didn't know that was two different people. They were showing. I ain't a good twist. Uh, let's see. Issa's teeth and smile was also really <laughs> showing up large on the big screen. I like Lakeith because he's an interesting actor and makes different choices in each of his projects he's in, but it's, the movie was just It just wasn't for me. Yeah. And it got way better reviews than what it should have. Yeah, I, so mean, I was trying to figure out the good parts. It was good. <laughs> I mean, it didn't, it didn't like bore me. But I would also say it's not my type of flick either. And mind you, I do like uh, some sappy love movies, but this ain't it. This one just it didn't capture me because their relationship just didn't feel real. It felt very forced, and it felt very quick. And they didn't hide the fact that it was quick. They were very much uh, in love with each other after knowing each other for a couple days. 
they was over, you know, they spent a storm together after going on like one or two, one date or two. And then, I mean, of course, I know it was a power outage that led to them having to go over his brothers. But like, you really just going to invite this person over, you known for like a day or two over <laughs> your brother's house. I don't care if the power yeah, out or if, I don't care if there's a monsoon going on or whatever. And they, I mean, I mean, and he was like telling her like, yeah, I'm about to move. And I don't know if this matters. Like, no, it don't matter. You just know this girl. I don't care. Like if you like see something there, but they wasn't showing me anything that really should have been wooing them. Like it was just all weird. And I like, I'm fans of both of theirs. Like work, their work outside of this is good, but I just wasn't feeling their chemistry together in this movie. Yeah. I don't know if it was just, they not, they just, you know, sometimes just two actors don't vibe correctly or if it was the writing, I think it was like partially both, but I don't know. I just, I wasn't feeling it. I was waiting for Lakeith to do something weird. Um, I just didn't like that point, but I did what I did like about the movie. Um, like the big moments in the movie, like the twist reveal, um, just other little key moments in the movie. It played all nonchalantly, so it made it. It didn't like make it a big deal, which felt made it more realistic, because you know, like in you know real life when big stuff happening, uh, there's not music playing in the background all loud, or it's not like you know camera angles zooming in at certain stuff to really like nail home this point that this is a big deal so i thought that was pretty good um but yeah no nah, i mean i wasn't bored i didn't fall asleep shockingly um <laughs> this movie the, the, just the sound and the look of it, it was impossible for me to uh, stay awake the whole movie at this point i was um five of the nine movies i saw i fell asleep in so four <laughs> movies i didn't fall asleep so i'm doing pretty good but yeah this movie ain't something i'm gonna be rushing back to um all right you see anything else well, I fell asleep in every movie except for Bad Boys for Life <laughs> this year. Um, let's see, we saw Invisible Man. Yeah, all right. Yeah. What do you think about that? I'm not gonna completely judge it yet until I see it again because my eyes got insanely heavy during the previews. I saw like the first 15 minutes before I went to sleep, and then what I saw was really entertaining, but the like the twist didn't hit me as hard simply because I was so incoherent. Uh, due to me going in and out of REM sleep, <laughs> uh, I saw a lot of the big moments. Uh, Storm, Storm Reed getting the old one two. That was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> all those good scenes like that. Um, but when the Invisible Man was revealed, I knew I knew that it was exciting. But my initial reaction was, "Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's because like that the, I know that's not the husband, but who is that? And that's because my sleep and comprehensiveness made that character completely unrecognizable. Because anyway. I was just like I saw, him, but like I know who this is, but I have no clue who this <laughs> like, is. They registered right now, but I ain't fully there. Because right around there, I have no, no. I I I was awake for the all the the climactic or like the toward the ending, but I had fell asleep. Right before all that stuff was happening, so I was gathering my bearings, but seeing all this different, uh, the Invisible Man killing all them police officers and stuff, I was like, uh, right. so you didn't see her talking to the brother at the table at the in the this crazy house or whatever. I believe I was waking up during that because I remember about half of that, oh, yeah. or like when he, or little pieces of that. When he hinted that if she or not hinted, he blatantly said, "If you keep the baby." Or if you uh, come back to him with the baby, then uh, we'll make all this end or go away or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely want to see this movie again because what I saw was real good. So, 
Yeah, this was a movie. Uh, again, I ain't giving myself credit for falling asleep. I got the heavy eyes at one point, but every time I was getting the heavy eyes, I woke right back up. Those two scenes I got the heavy eyes in, but then woke right back up because something happened. When she was in his lair looking at all his uh, technology, and that's where you see that the suit is invisible. Uh, it's an invisible suit that he's been using, basically. So I was awake. I was, I was getting the heavy eyes there. <laughs> and then the scene where he's, spoiler alert, of course, um, if I haven't already spoiled the whole movie, uh, when uh, she's having dinner with her sister, and then her sister's throat just gets slit out of nowhere. Definitely had the heavy eyes in there, and I was so close to falling asleep. But then as soon as it happened, the somehow I was so shocked by that moment that even I was able to fight this, the urge to sleep, which is a shock. <laughs> so I don't know why it's so hard for me to fight sleep. I was uh, usually I'd have just been sleep, but it was <laughs> I was so taken aback by that moment um, that I am now only have fell asleep officially. What I'm giving myself credit for five. Of 11 movies I've seen. <laughs> so I've now, I've given my cre- myself credit for staying awake in six movies. They ain't clean stay awakes. Those are like, yeah. I ain't fully give myself credit for actually being asleep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love this movie. Like the more I think about it, the more I enjoy it. I thought it was really well done and I'm partially biased, but yeah, but partially still not. Because uh, Lee Wanell is definitely one of my favorite filmmakers. He's slowly not slowly but continuously showing that he's just more than just a writer he's actually just really good at doing the whole aspect of making movies i mean if you don't know he was one of the the hands behind saw uh he came up with the idea of insidious him and uh lee then him and lee and him and uh, james wan created that joint uh he did a the one of the very underrated movies of is it last year or the year before i don't remember but upgrade um, and then now this, I mean, he's done other stuff in between like cooties and stuff that don't matter, <laughs> but, um, uh, but this movie is just very well done. Um, uh, especially for a, a property that we've already seen before, uh, this one just, it updated it and made it actually, you know, a spooky, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Psychological horror film. I mean, just the timing with the movie, like I said, the scene with, uh, the slitting of the throat by the sister, uh, the punch that you was talking about earlier. Just, he just drags you into scenes, like pulls you in there, like in, to the point where you're like, all right, at this, at this very point, I don't feel like something's going to happen because he's not giving you like clues. Like at the other points in the movie, he tries to trick you and throw you off like James Wan does in this movie. That's why, you know, I don't know who came up with the, the technique, but that's why they work well together. That's why they're two of my favorites. Cause in the conjuring, James Wan will constantly show you stuff, but not nothing would be there. And then when something does come up, then you're just like, oh, I have to kind of throw you off. But in here, you know, when things start to get a little weird after the husband's quote unquote death, he starts just showing transitioning to points in the room where nothing's there. Um, you know, the part, the, the quote unquote invisible man might, might not even really be there, but he's starting to gear you up to what to expect for the rest of the movie. And kind of like, you know, throw you off a little bit when those surprises do hit, uh, jump in. I thought that was um, one of my favorite aspects of the movie. The score was really good. Uh, Elizabeth Moss killed it, especially when she was starting to be quote-unquote crazy when she really wasn't. Um, I thought the reveal of the actual, again, spoiler alert, the invisible suit, I thought that looked really sweet. Yeah, that's good. 
And I'm just I'm just really happy you went with the the the, the idea of making it a suit. Like it's 2020, it's fine. Everything is technological based. You can say it's an invisible suit. You don't have to say it's like a science project gone wrong, or he injected himself with some sort of serum that made him invisible, or now she's actually crazy. I'm glad they just went with the straight suit aspect of it all. Thought that was just a good choice, and that allowed him to focus on the surrounding parts of the movie and making that really well done and really. Um, just spooky. The atmosphere was just creepy. Um, her friend in the movie, all those muscles for no reason, getting beat up at the <laughs> end of the movie by an invisible person. I don't care if I'm if I'm going to the gym. I'm not getting beat up by nobody. <laughs> I'm not getting beat up by a, an a visible man, an invisible man, a woman. None of that. Not happening. Um, the twists in the movie, I thought, were all well done. Even though there is only thing, only issue with the movie is. I don't understand how we're what what uh what what method behind the madness we're supposed to believe for the brother. If the husband was supposed to set the brother up yeah. for being the the guy who was doing all the stuff as the invisible dude, why would he be doing that to her? I don't I don't that's what I don't get. Somebody just needs to explain that to me. Yeah, I was the, about to watch videos, eh? Yeah, then that'll be fine. But that part is my only issue with the movie. I don't understand, like I get it, you wanted to you know, free yourself of the, you know, being charged with the crime. But why, like, what was your, what reason would your brother have to stalk her and do this all to her and kill her sister and all that? I don't get it. I don't know. But the rest of the movie, good. The uh, the twist, quote unquote, at the end was good. All this talk about there being a sequel, stop it. I don't, <laughs> yeah, that. Just leave it be. Yeah, that would be dumb. Like, Elizabeth Banks is already doing her own Invisible Woman. <laughs> Let that suck. Uh, <laughs> um, the way she reacted to Charlie's Angel stuff, she's gonna lose her mind. Yeah, let's get back. That's why I'm like, I know it's you gonna be whack. Pitch perfect. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we're not, we're not calling you a bad filmmaker. Yeah, just pick something that nobody wants to see. Yeah. And again, <laughs> do, something, it, do something a little different. Now we've done seen Invisible Man. We don't want Invisible. Yeah, Woman. I'm good. I pass. And it's gonna be so confusing. Like, wait, is this a sequel? Is this a where's like, Elizabeth this, Moss at? This, yeah, is this a part of the Invisible Universe? Is All this right. a Fantastic Four solo movie? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, see, and now uh, they could. Uh, that's what Marvel should do. They should get Elizabeth Moss to play Invisible Woman just to confuse everybody. Yeah, like, crazy. Well, you saw how good she did with that movie. She had the suit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like this is only thing this is gonna do is get Universal slash Blumhouse or whatever to really gear up and start making these MonsterVerse movies again. They Blumhouse should do all of them. Nah, Universal. You no know, like, Universal. Thank you. <laughs> like we got one. <laughs> like we'll take it from here. I mean, there's a reason why uh, we're going to be satisfied with the, that twist because now we can, now we got a character alive, <laughs> and now we can't wait to yeah, run with it. Him, yeah, he's going to be the first one. And who's going to be the character that uh, gets the team together? Frankenstein. I mean, it's got to Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's got to be her. She's the she's the Robert Downey Jr. of them all. That would be. So, I need to see the Frankenstein movie. I need to I see don't how they. See it. <laughs> they got to make it better. They should make Frankenstein like real big, like she like hawk size. I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, that would probably be the only good. That would probably make sense now. Who would play Frankenstein? Who would play Frankenstein's monster? I mean, they already tried with. Uh, was I almost called him Daniel Day Lewis? Uh, what's his name? Daniel Radcliffe and. Oh, yeah. James McAvoy. Was it James McAvoy? Oh, yeah, it was them two. 
My choices would be Vin Diesel and Vin Diesel. He play both characters. Him as a scientist. <laughs> Have the white jacket on. <laughs> with the or goggles you, on his head. <laughs> or you could do John Cena and Vin Diesel. They, they work well together. Uh-huh. So Vin Diesel would have to yeah, be the John, monster. John yeah, Cena John as the scientist. <laughs> John Cena got a Frankenstein head. <laughs> yeah. he right. can, it can be his head on Vin Diesel's body. <laughs> You're real creative. Or just let Ludacris and Vin Diesel do it. (laughs) Ludacris could be a scientist. Yeah, he's already played it. He's played it furious on the past. (laughs) He's a car scientist. (laughs) With with special fighting skills. Yeah. Uh, All right, who played Dracula? Lakeith? I can definitely see him doing it. (laughs) Dracula. Oh, my gosh. A movie with Vin Diesel, Lakeith, (laughs) Elizabeth Moss. Moss. (laughs) (laughs) This movie's out of control. Right, who else is a monster? Because we ain't counting the Tom Cruise mummy. So yeah, you got to get a different mummy. That's done. <laughs> so it's already not what's her name. Uh, so, so who will be the mummy? Is it a girl or a boy this time? Boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who could be a mummy? Is he going to be wrapped up in like little uh, paper towels or toilet paper? Or is he going to be like the mummy in the Brendan Fraser ones where he <laughs> was just slowly becoming a human again? <laughs> it's going to be paper towel mummies. Right, has to be somebody you. But it's like a mechanical paper towel suit. Just go with the technological, uh, invisible Uh, man. I'm thinking. That it can be Michael B. I'm thinking the Asian dude from Crazy Rich Asians. I don't know why he got the vibe of a mummy to me. (laughs) He got mummy swag. His name is Henry. I mean, Henry Goldie. I mean, he's already (laughs) going to be unseen in Snake Eyes. Oh, yeah. Which just wrapped filming recently, by the way. <laughs> shout out our Asian audience in a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> a Y Y-O, like a. I'm gonna yeah. type in Universal Monsters. Yo, I'm you about was, to cast this whole thing. You wasn't ready for that bar. I was about to throw out I'm there. Definitely ignoring it. Universal Soul Monsters. Circus. That's what they should do. The <laughs> Universal Soul Monsters. They would all have afros. <laughs> With pics in it. Dracula got a jerry curl. <laughs> all right, who's the co- the core monsters? Is Dracula, Frankenstein, the Mummy, the Invisible Man, the Wolf Man, and the Creature from the Black Lagoon. That's a cool little tune. No wonder they tried to make a universe, but it didn't they, work because they tried to do solo movies. Yeah, for what? How would they all team up? Like, that just don't even make any logical sense to me. Dracula. Eh. All right, so we got the Invisible Man. And the Invisible Man is going to be Elizabeth Moss taking over because she's going to wear the suit. Dracula, we went with Lakeith. <laughs> or we could just, we can recast, or not, what's Morbius bombs? Then we could take Leto. Jared Leto or and be Dracula. This is the same thing. Or we could give, uh, what's his name, another chance, Johnny Depp. Since he was going to be the Invisible Man, too. I mean, he he does have a, we we do own some uh, some roles since he, he's trying to yeah, be so redeemed in the, the but a Dracula though he looked like a drunk Dracula. All right, so who could be? Jared Leto would have been good as Dracula, but let's go with James Franco. James Franco gone too. <laughs> Dracula, Dracula. Who's one of these young? Can't be Ansel. He'd be such a silly Dracula. 
A silly Dracula. Let me move on to the Wolf Man. <laughs> a silly Dracula. <laughs> the Wolf Man. Who played the Wolf Man? I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of. I mean, James McAvoy did good as the the Beast. Yeah, he definitely could be <laughs> the Wolf Man. Now, the creature from the Black Lagoon, which is like a type of a little fishy type uh, character. I'm gonna go with a. Uh, I want somebody who got motion capture uh, experience. You can't do the obvious is Andy Serkis, but you don't want to go that direction. Oh, it. Tony Kebble. Yeah, I'm going to say you can get him or you can get uh, James Gunn's brother. <laughs> yeah, so one of them. All right, so we got a little, the mummy. Yeah, so we got a little universal monster team. Did they add anybody in the future? I know that it started with the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, my God. That's far. Is that even a monster? I don't even know. Like, all, none of this makes any sense to me. How they're supposed to band together? All right, so here's the and fight evil in the order they did them in. What are they fighting Thanos. They started in the twenties with this. It started with Hunchback of the Notre Dame. <laughs> That's Vin Diesel. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, um, Dracula, Frankenstein, The Mummy, The Invisible Man, The Bride of Frankenstein, Werewolf in London, Dracula's Daughter. Oh boy. He's had all just different directors out. and writers. There's no rhyme or reason. Son of Frankenstein, out. The Invisible Man Returns, The Mummy's Hand, The Invisible Woman. <laughs> that so it is gonna be in the universe. <laughs> it's like I the Wolf really Man, hope the, not. the ghost of Frankenstein, the visible agent, the mummy's tomb. I was like really just stuck to these few characters. They ain't add mm-hmm. like nobody knew. Frankenstein and Mummy. Uh yeah, they really did not add anybody. Hmm. I mean, I don't know why. It doesn't really matter because once this is going to get made, then they're going to make one more. It's going to bomb, and then they're going to just just forget about it and realize not everybody wants to see it. Because remember, this movie only made $29 million. <laughs> Yeah, mind you, the budget was low, so it's, yeah. it's good for that. But they're going to they're gonna overdo it. The budget ain't going to be low every time, and it's just not going to equate. There's a, they have two, two eras they refer to as the remake era and the reboot era. The remake era is Dracula. From 79, then The Mummy in 99, Mummy Returns. Whoa, that's a gap. (laughs) Van Helsing. Oh, my gosh. uh, The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. It was Jet Li. Is that what Jet Li? I do not remember this. I remember that when I snuck into that when I same day. Oh, yeah, that was Jet Li. Because that was a big, yeah, that was 2008. Then The Wolfman. So that's a good start. The Wolfman was with uh, uh, Benicio Del Toro, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, yeah, Benicio that. Del Toro, Emily Blunt. Yep, didn't like that movie either. So that was over. Now the reboot era. They can just go with this reboot era and start now. So they already have Dracula. <sighs> Nobody wants Dracula no. Untold. Who played him? Luke. Oh, yeah. That was uh, Luke. Luke Love. Funny bitch. Love <laughs> Funny Business Evans. Then The Mummy with Thomas Cruise. Then The Visible Man. You got The Dark Army coming out. Keep it. Reinfeld. What does that mean? Frankenstein, produced by James Wan. The Invisible Woman, Elizabeth Banks' joint. Keep it. You like, got I don't Monster want Mash. Pennywise. You have them. <laughs> You can't forget about the Bride of Frankenstein that Amy Pascal from Marvel fame is producing. Nah, that's Sony fame. <laughs> yeah, I ain't good. I'll take it. All right, so anyways, what are we talking about? It's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see where this goes. It's going to go somewhere very quick, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, but, 
Yeah, basically, uh, so that's great. Um, I only saw one other movie, and it's another scary movie. Oh, yeah, that's the other scary movie I saw. I was trying to think of downstairs. The Lodge. Call this a scary movie? Yeah? <laughs> I mean, it's like so. It's one of those uh, scary movies where well, let me break it down because I don't think people have ever really heard of this movie. <laughs> so basically, the lodge. Uh, it's just family. I'm mean, not spoil what happens, but it's this family: uh, daughter, son, wife, or mom, dad. Something happens to the family. After that, uh, some of the family goes to the um, this lodge for the holidays with a, a guest that some people in the family don't want there. Um, they are then left alone. The, the kids are then left alone with this guest for a certain period of time. And then things start to happen that don't seem or that shouldn't be happening so it makes you start to question what's actually happening. But this movie is not like nothing. It doesn't have like no jump scares. It doesn't have like <laughs> no demonic figures. It doesn't have none of that. It just relies on atmospheric like horror type. of. It's an, atmos- an atmospheric horror type of movie. Uh, psychological horror type of movie. So it's using all that. It's using the fact that you don't know what's actually happening. And so you don't know what's about to happen. It uses that to scare you. And it's more effective than a lot of um, actual, like, super jump scary type of movies that have come out lately. It's way better than the garbage scary movies that have come out so far this year. It's better than (laughs) The Grudge. It's better than The Turning. It's better than Gretel and Hansel. Um, It's not better than The Invisible Man, but it's it's in that same vein, but... Invisible Man goes to be more, it's intended to be more scary, or purposely goes to be more scary. Again, this one is just a, it uses the atmosphere, it uses the the unknown element to try to scare you, but I thought it was good. Uh, it's, for shockingly, this movie is very slow. It's one of those slow burner type of movies, but I didn't fall asleep. I did get the super heavy eyes going into the third <laughs> act. Like, I was very surprised at how wide awake I was. And then that third act hit and it started like, looked like my eyelids was lifting weights. But I uh, didn't fall asleep. Um, it, uh, there's some dumb decision making by the characters in the movie that kind of threw me off. I didn't really, uh, it made the movie less logical. Um, the end didn't live up to the build up in my point of view. And this movie kind of relies on like a religious aspect too hard at times. So that kind of threw me off. So I wasn't really a big fan of that. Um, but again, as dark horror movies do, it opens up with uh, a dark little surprise at the beginning of the movie, especially if you don't know what's going to happen. So I enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, I enjoyed that, like I said, that tense atmosphere. So if you like, like, um, what type of movies can I try to compare this to? <laughs> Uh, it it comes at night, I think, is something. If you like that, um, <sighs> I didn't even realize this movie was out. Me neither. I was just going through movie times, and I saw a horror movie that was rated R. I was like, let me Google this. Saw the reviews were good, so I had the dude, uh, the kid from, um, it. And I was like, all right, I'll see this movie. So it was, it was, it was worth it. So if you if you're into those. Those type of scary movies, I would say, if you're a fan of, what's his name, Ari, whatever, who did Hereditary and 
Midsummer, mm-hmm. whatever. If you're a fan of that, then you would probably like this movie. I thought Hereditary is good. Hated the other one. Like this movie. So I would still think if you're a fan of that type of horror movie per se, not even not even going so far ahead. Uh, there's another Good Night Mommy. There's a that came out shoot, back in like 2013 or something. I don't know if anybody saw that out there. Same guy who did that movie did this movie too. And it's really playing, it really makes sense because it's really playing with, like, kids and their thought processes with stuff and how, you know, they're not always who they, who who society looks at them as and, you know, just whatever. Just go see the movie. Once you see it and you've seen all those movies, you'll get the comparison. But if you like those type of horror movies, go check it out. It's called The Lodge. But, um, but yeah, any, I didn't see any other movies. You didn't see anything else? Nope. All right, well, I guess it's time for your favorite part of the show, <laughs> movie crossover idea time. Your two movies are The Photograph and The Invisible Man. Mm. Unleash. Let's see. So, uh, Lakeith's doing some more interviews. Uh He's saying in this is about Lakeith. So he <laughs> Dang, so she he she went over there to France or wherever England with him. I mean, she they went saw the in it, but she ain't like a part of. Let's like, say the they movie, went and saw bro. the Kendrick concert, and then they broke up. <laughs> so he he's doing interviews. He starts interviewing Elizabeth Moss, and she's just telling him about the story about how uh, this invisible man was trying to kill her and what may have you. And he's interested in seeing the suit. He uh, takes a look at it, and she's like, make sure you don't touch it. But you know Lakeith, he gets all close to it. He touches it, suit gets on him, Then, (laughs) and then he just wants to utilize the power. He starts spying on Issa and doing all this and gets addicted to it, and it starts turning him bad, and then it gets kind of like a chronicle. And uh, (laughs) when all the power went to the, what's his name, funny face's head. Sounds like a mixture of Hollow Man, a mixture of Chronicle, a mixture of Venom. Uh, all right. I can't get over the way Woody Harrelson looks in Venom. Oh, we're going to discuss that. That we're makes just... me sick to my stomach. Uh, and apologize. That's what they need to do. To <laughs> we're going to discuss that a little bit later because that, I, we said on here, can't believe what that picture that they tried to tease us with yeah. where most of his hair was covered and darkened down yep. <laughs> it was in the shadows <laughs> uh but all right so uh we can move on to some topics for the show now if you might remember oh, yeah, james lipton died so. who Big james lipton the dude that did inside the actor studio for all his years interviewing all them celebrities <laughs> he's famous <laughs> Uh, he was in a movie recently. I'm trying to think of what movie it was. I'm gonna Google this gentleman because that name. I mean, I know what that that is, but he's just he white, right? Yeah, yeah. Then I can't really put a name to the face. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh yeah, he was in a bunch of yeah. He was born in 1926. Yeah, he died at 93. That's a nice yeah. That's long, a nice life. life. Usually when people die like a hundred late 90s, I always say congratulations, <laughs> really, because you did the whole thing. Yeah, like, you almost, almost hit the century mark. Yeah, you you yeah. did everything you needed to do. So 
Like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, you good, player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rest in peace, James Lipton. You did the whole run. Yeah, hey, I wish I could live to 93. Maybe if I would stop eating full bags of Sour Patch jelly beans. <laughs> I had two full bags in one week. <laughs> like, those are addictive. <laughs> and well, I, think, I think the first bag I had, I left here. The, was it? Was that leave here? I don't remember. I left somewhere, got home, got back to home late. And I don't like usually like eating late. Especially something like sour patch jelly beans. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna eat a couple. Couple turns into almost a whole bag. And then I'm like, I can't just leave the I can't just leave this little amount left. That's a tease. <laughs> so then I'm eating it. I'm not even enjoying the last few ones I ate. And then the second bag I eat a few days later. I'm like, all right, I'm only gonna eat a little bit this time. So I eat a little bit, a little bit turns into half the bag. <laughs> so then I physically have to stop myself. <laughs> then I come back to it the next day because I'm sick of looking at the bag. Then I eat it. Then I'm mad when all the jelly beans are gone. I'm like, oh, I just ate it all the first day. Oh, now my mouth feels like cavity galore. <laughs> so much sugar all over my gums. Oh, man. Oh, man. But. Let's see, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, uh, y'all might have remembered by a couple episodes, not episodes, I don't remember when, some episodes ago, maybe one episode ago, where I was trying to throw in this, uh, new thing with the topics where, you know, trying to incorporate the, the turn, the whole sleeping and sleeping on (laughs) into the question and botched it tremendously. So we're back, we're back to, we're back to that. Uh, we're back to that area, and we're gonna try to clean up the the struggle that was <laughs> of the last time. So the Candyman trailer dropped this past week. Candyman, um, the James Nope Jordan Peele reboot. Even though he's not directing it, yeah. producing it, and it's not even a reboot. More of like a reimagining continuation yeah something. some <laughs> sort of uh spiritual sequel yeah um that dropped very reminiscent of the us trailer with the the re uh the redoing of uh, a famous song so this time we got say my name clever by um <laughs> destiny's child uh we got homeboy from some aquaman <laughs> black manta from aquaman uh, he was also in Watchmen, the the TV series. Excuse me. Uh, who else is in that, John? Some other people. But my question to you is, you sleeping on this sequel or not after seeing the trailer? And by that, I mean, <laughs> did you dislike the trailer or not? Uh, definitely, I like the trailer. Uh, definitely looks good, looks interesting. Another of like the Jordan Peele different kind of horror movies and by different like black people in it. Um so no, I ain't sleeping on. Me neither. I'm definitely I'm definitely uh I'm definitely wide awake for this uh Stay sequel as a awake. this quote unquote sequel right now. Like I've never been a fan of the the Candyman franchise, so I don't really like you know, don't really have it, anything to really compare it to. But the way this trailer is done it could have been any movie, and it definitely captured my attention. Just the way Jordan Peele does his movies. I don't care if the formula is starting to become uh, repetitive. It just did look good. Like, he just has a way to make these movies look good. Um, even though I'm kind of confused at the whole uh, idea of the movie, but it's fine. I'll just let that, uh, I'll just I'll just wait to see more of the movie and actually go see it. But it looks entertaining. Uh, looks like it could be creepy. It just looks well done. 
I'm just I'm just into it. So I'm definitely not sleeping on this. Definitely gonna be there for the uh for Candyman when it drops this summer. Real quick, I wanted to uh, do the celebrity birthdays for today. Okay. There's some famous ones. Bryce Dallas Howard turns thirty nine. Jeez, she's Daniel Craig young. turns fifty two. Oh, I don't know why I thought you said Daniel Radcliffe. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard is 39 and he's 52. Uh, Rebel, Still pretty young. Rebel Wilson turns 40. <gasps> <laughs> she, yeah, just what? a couple years ago, she was playing a 19-year-old. Yeah, excuse me? <laughs> now some of her shenanigans is even more annoying. <laughs> yeah. Rebel Wilson turned 40. Oh, my gosh. Natalie Emanuel turned 31. Right, yeah, that's about right. Uh, Becky G turned 23. <laughs> How long? She's, she's been young. 23 a long time. Uh, Blake Anderson turns 36. Uh, if anybody cares, John Bon Jovi turned 58. No, not really. Um, if Desi Arnaz was still alive, if it was his birthday today, I don't know what his age would have been. Um... Chris Martin from Coldplay is 43. All right, that's all the actors. Yeah, that's still pretty young. I thought Chris Martin would be older than that. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, that's everybody. All right. Well, then uh, we can talk about a little uh, Fast and the Furious right now. <laughs> uh, rumor has it. <laughs> rumor has it. That Ben Stiller will be shooting scenes for Fast 90. <laughs> So. I did not see that. <laughs> so there ain't no, there, like, there's no telling. There, they don't know what he's going to be shooting. Yeah, that's classic. Apparently, it's just going to be a couple scenes. So he's like, definitely the bad guy in ten. <laughs> so that's so. Mike still has to So which yeah. theory, which theory are you sleeping on more? AKA which one is less likely to happen? He'll be teased at the end of Fast Nine to be Dom's I dad. See this. <laughs> I want to see this movie so bad now. <laughs> or the villain of, like you said, Fast 10. I'm sleeping on him being Tom's dad. But, but granted, I'll put nothing behind Vin Diesel in this <laughs> Oh, man, that's classic. Fast and Furious is by far <laughs> the best franchise. If Ben Stiller... <laughs> Is the villain? I, he and, is. The, he's teased. As the, he's gonna be the villain. I cannot wait. Why is he in this? <laughs> uh, this is the best franchise. Easy. Or is he gonna be uh, what's Charlie Theron's character's name? Is that gonna be her husband? So they gonna kill her off in this movie, and he's and gonna he's have gonna to get, get his revenge. <laughs> that's how they keep the family going. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be. He may mess around and be uh, Paul Walker's dad. Yeah, <laughs> like y'all just forgot about my son. Yeah. Or uh, could he be another Shaw brother? That would be crazy. <laughs> I can't wait to see this. Yeah, this is about to be classic. Whatever, if he is actually in this movie, whatever role he's playing is going to be something interesting. Because mm, whatever direction, I mean, it's got to be something big. Because. He's probably going to be shooting like an end credit scene or something for the end of the movie for them to throw in there. It better not be no quick cameo. Yeah, I want to see something where he going to be he going to be taking the having the fisticuffs with uh Dominic Toretto, <laughs> uh Vin Diesel and John Cena. Once they get buddy buddy for Fast Ten, uh-huh. they should take on Ben Stiller, <laughs> and Ben Stiller still beats him. Up. Oh, you know, Dominic ben Stiller's can't team lose. should be the same team from the, all the fight scenes in Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> that should, there should be a scene where 
Vin Diesel and family line up. Ben Stiller and family lines up. They go heads up on each other. I mean, I wouldn't put it fast, fast and furious to do it and be super serious about it. I definitely can see like Will Ferrell and Will Ferrell as a villain. That seems really kind of realistic. <laughs> yeah, but Vince, what has he ever played a villain? And I don't count dodgeball. Nah, I don't think he's been a villain. Oh lord, this is gonna be interesting. I can't wait. <laughs> just come up with stuff. They just come up with good stuff. He does that sort of Vin Diesel just be putting stuff in hats uh-huh, and pulling it out. Put a hat, pull something out. Like, all right, I got work. Ben Stiller. Let's see what he he got a, a character, uh, <laughs> a character trait, and an actor. He digs in there. Ben Stiller, villain. <laughs> I got it. Make it work. <laughs> all right, let me see. We got John Cena. Oh, brother. He's playing my brother. It would have been even if it had been Denzel or something. He was going to be my brother in this movie. Like, we'll make it work. <laughs> Lord. Uh, Shout out to Shy Moss. He also is going to be in uh, Fast 9. Yeah. Saw him post that Instagram photo. <laughs> I ain't like that. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and I just realized that that Millennium Tour, which I believe just started, I forgot that him and Soulja Boy are on there. So they're going to be performing Marco Polo Ooh. all over the country. <laughs> and that little mixtape that they dropped a few oh, years I ago. I forgot they did that. That trash. Yikes. <laughs> And then Soldier Boy disappeared for many months. Mm-hmm. They said he gained a bunch of weight, was more like, uh, you know, more of a normal person now, not the ridiculous big Draco that he created over the past <laughs> time before he disappeared and went to jail. Big Joe forgot he went to jail. And then I saw him do a, uh, a clip of the, what was it called, the tour, and he looked skinny. He looked just as, rid- he was saying the same ridiculous stuff. Like, oh, maybe I'll just kept him out the limelight so he can get back to his normal self. Let yeah. that uh, let that jail humble uh, wash off of him. Oh, man. Lord. But all right, well, keeping it pushing like a Kroger cart. Yeah, I would have said Lamaze class. And that would have been whack. Nah, that's fire. Torch. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Creed 3 is apparently in Speaking development. Speaking human torch. You can tell this was Bow Wow's song. I mean, not Bow Wow, Soulja Boy, because he had to slip in. And the boy Bow Wow in the building. You can hear that. Right. Right. BBC shirt. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. So ahead of y'all. Hello. Marco. Polo. Marco. Polo. This is my era where you just think of a phrase and repeat it. Marco. Polo. Because what does this mean? I don't know. Uh-huh. Right. Doubt. Okay. Keep it. Ooh. He has a Louis Vuitton headband on. <laughs> That's very large. And he has blue Chris flag short shorts. Those are wrong. Oh, sorry. No, they're Louis Vuitton. Yeah, those are disrespectful. Uh-huh. Oh no! <laughs> oh, he kind of whack. And he's underwater doing those shoulder movements. Uh-huh. Okay, he yeah, iced out the G shot. Uh-huh. Okay, I see him. I'm about to listen to this whole song. <laughs> Black card. Like, who was actually asking to hear this at a concert? Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Marco. Marco. I know Soldier about the body. Yeah, I gotta go straight to Soldier. Marco. 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 Marco.
Polo, Marco, Polo, Marco, Polo, Marco, Polo. Fake, cause all the girls love official. Yep. Yeah. S-O-D, cause girls love emissions. I'm on another level. I'm in my zone, black car, white rails. Can they both get along? This is not the major, but I am the oracle. Do you, you? want to get with me? The question, question is rhetorical. Say the same lines, but the fans aren't bored of me. Yes, we are. $75,000 if you want to order me. Hold on. Let me change my swag. My flow broadband, y'all boys still ain't. My straight, y'all whole click fail. Last night your girl forehead was on my ass. Gucci bandana, check. Louis V love, check. They just tried to do a whole new chorus. Air Force Ones mixed with the new J. Air Force Ones. They did a collab. They did a new chorus on the. Air Force One's mixed with the new J's. <laughs> he did it a collab. Hey. Uh, anyways. Jeez. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Where's my phone at? Oh, yeah. So Creed 3 is in development. You're going to be in the theater of Creed 3. Michael B walks on the screen. You're going to be like, Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. I don't know why I would be saying that, but. Because. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not following like there's no leader. <laughs> I might wake up in the morning, I got murder on my mind. Anytime he says a wax bar, this is what Yeah, he think of a hit, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, Creed 3 is in development from the, <laughs> from the King Richard writer. If you don't know what King Richard is, it's the is that movie. the movie with uh, Big Willie style? Uh, uh, the one that's coming out where he plays Venus and Serena's dad. Oh yeah, I don't know why when you said King Richard, I thought about that movie with uh, Timothy Lee Chalamet where he had the <laughs> the bow haircut. What is that movie called? I don't know why. What is that movie called? Timothy Chalamet with the bow haircut. Just type in Timmy Shally. Only thing that's coming to mind is uh, Little Women. Not <laughs> uh, that Timothy, not Oliphant, Chalamet. Let's find what this movie is called and see why, how far. Timothy Chalamet. No, it's called The King, and so uh, okay. <laughs> where he played King Henry. Uh, not close <laughs> enough. Yeah, so I was close. Uh, but not as the movie with Big Willie. But uh, my question to you is. You sleeping on Michael B. Uh, scaring the world again with another subpar acting performance, and by that I mean, <laughs> uh, you, if you sleeping on it, that means you don't believe it will happen. Or if you uh, if you're not sleeping on it, you believe it will happen. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a conundrum. I played ready to learn for a reason because yeah. we learning here. Yeah, yeah. So if you sleeping on the if you're sleeping on the fact that he's going to scare the world with another subpar acting performance. So that means I don't think he's going to well, do that. Correct. Okay, so I'm sleeping on that. All right. Because uh, <laughs> it was very unexpected. It was startling. Like He, only, he, he scared us about 15, 15 to yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> but then he, he, got back, he got back in his bag. Nah, I'm, I'm sleeping on it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do that again. That was. I think he was just trying to make a point. 
Yeah, was punishing somebody. Yeah, they was punishing Sylvester Stallone for not giving him thanks during his uh, award circuit, the <laughs> previous go around with Creed. Uh, so it was like, all right, you want to come back and write this movie? We just gonna phone it in for about a little less than half the joint, just to, just to show everybody that you know this is our this is our boycott. This is our Colin Kaepernick knee <laughs> And that's what we're going to do, because, you know, we all know my, Michael B can act circles around anybody. B uh, Call him the walking uh, hula hoop. Ain't this you singing this? Jolene, 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 yeah. Jolene. Because <laughs> I heard the content. I was like, this is something I'm you were right. I'm of you, please don't take my man. <laughs> I mean, are we talking about like action figures? Nah. Jolene trying to walk off with my Will Smith <laughs> from Wild Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did. Oh, man. All right, we're trying to keep pushing like Crow Cart. Um, your boy Scott Dickerson was asked on uh, the Twitters, uh, would he do like a Justice League uh, dark movie or something? He said, nah. Or he didn't say, nah. He said, I'd do a Constantine movie. <laughs> so, if you don't know who Scott Dickerson is, he directed uh, the, I almost called it Dark Shark, <laughs> Doctor Dark Strange. We <laughs> uh, did like um, what's those movies? What those scary movies called? <sighs> what is that scary movie called? Let me pull this up. It has a diaper. Oh my gosh. Has a man from Training Day. That movie would be called Reels with scary stuff on it. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, what is it? With the scary <laughs> face man on the rails. <laughs> Start with an S. Serenity. Sinister. Is it constant? I think. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, Sinister. sinister. Yeah. yeah. So he did a, he did didn't he do the Sinister movies? If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> When I typed in Scott Dickerson and nothing came out, like, who? it's disturbing. <laughs> Scott, Dang Paul Feige, tell you like, all right, you want to leave? Yeah, you don't got no IMDb page. <laughs> wipe you off the face of the earth. He gonna edit his wiki page. <laughs> he probably be in his office with the black drapes over his uh-huh. office, like <laughs> editing people. Like, all right, you want to leave? <laughs> he had James Gunn all fired up until he had to bring him back. Is, is that his name, Scott Dickerson? Nope, Dick, Dickinson. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure. I, what did I write? What is this man's name? It ain't Scott Dickerson. It's Scott Derrickson. <laughs> I was typing in Dickerson too. Because Derrickson's a dumb name. <laughs> is there somebody named Scott Dickerson? Or that somebody that created like 2K or something? I typed it in and nothing came up. So. <laughs> it must be a. Huh, I went a few, uh, several minutes thinking his name was Scott Dickerson. <laughs> Lord. All right. Well, Scott Derrickson. Are you sleeping on the idea of Scott Derrickson doing a DC movie? A.K.A. Do you hate the idea of him doing a DC movie or nah? Yeah, I hate the idea. He um just... I'm dying again. Uh, he wrote and directed The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Okay. He directed The Day the Earth Stood Still. He wrote, directed, produced Sinister. He wrote and produced Devil's Knot. He di- wrote and directed Deliver Us from Evil. He 
You said deliver us from Eva with Elo Kuja and Gabrielle Union. No, I did not say that. <laughs> he wrote and produced Sinister 2. Of course, he did Doctor Strange. He's only producing Doctor Strange the Multiverse. Then he has... He also has uncredited rewrites for Dracula 2000, The Messengers, Scream 4, and Poltergeist, the 2015 one. So, yeah, I'm sleeping. I don't want to see him directing no DC movie. Especially uh, Constantine. I mean, I'm sure he can make it good, especially because he has a background in horror movies, and he can probably make it a little scary, but... All right, would you rather see him do... <sighs> All right, Constantine... Hey, what's... Uh... Would you rather see him do <laughs> The Trench, <laughs> which is the Aquaman spinoff? Oh, my God. All right, let me do Constantine, if that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see him do the trench? Hey, him and James Wan nice. teaming up to do the trench? Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I shouldn't right. even be making that. All right, if Lee Wannell is he's, so he's in the DC universe, unfortunately. All right, yeah. if Lee Wannell had to join in and they had to, uh, he had to make one so they could end up running the whole thing, what character would Lee uh, should Lee Wannell do? Because we know it don't even got to be horror because we already know how you get down with the action movies. Let's see. What could Lee Wynnell do? Hmm. DC is hard to think of their characters. Like right off a million Marvel. Um, it could be one we already seen or because we all know a lot of them don't even count no more. <laughs> yeah, let Lee Warnell do uh do uh Gotham City Sirens. <laughs> that shouldn't even be on the docket anymore. <laughs> nah, yeah. let him do a uh, Nightwing as they continuously talk about that. Like I said, I won't be mad. He could even do. He could take a a, a stab at Batgirl if he, or Batwoman or whatever her name is if uh. he wanted to. I mean, he did a good with a female lead with Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss would be bad, whatever. <laughs> I don't care with the age. <laughs> Ooh, all right, so it ain't really feeling Scott Derrickson yeah. with DC. All right. <laughs> Speaking of sleep, No Time to Die, which is the new James Bond feature coming out next month, is to be the longest Bond movie ever by three minutes. It's going to be two hours and 43 minutes right now. That's a bit much for something that's not a climactic ending to something. Uh, it's a climactic ending to Daniel Craig being James Bond. That's not, like, really enough. That ain't, like, you don't got the years, the, the decade worth of... He has been he has been doing James Bond for over a, a decade. It's been a long time, but not two to three movies a year where they're all connecting. This is just... I'm old, like, we've seen people come and go... Hey, hey, don't cry when um other James Bond <laughs> stop being James Bond. You don't know how them old white people if they cry when uh <laughs> two hours and forty six minutes is too long. However long you two hours and forty three too hey. long. Spectre was two hours and forty, and that was the last James Bond movie. <laughs> I had the audacity to watch that after midnight. That's impossible. I, <laughs> I was literally just sitting at home like. When I was at work, all the times I used to watch movies after my shift when I would get off at like 12.30, around 1 o'clock, and I used to watch movies that were over two hours long. How, why, why would I even attempt that? That's not even fun. 
I'm already tired. <laughs> I know I was a young a young whippersnapper back then, but that was I was still falling asleep, but I still attempted it, but whatever. But okay. Uh so my question to you is at what minute in No Time to Die do you think you will actually fall asleep? At what what minute in that two hours and forty three minute runtime do you see yourself falling asleep? For the first sleep. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah. Which is the first, first time you fall asleep? At the thirty-six minute mark, I'm dozing because they probably showing um, what's the young lady's name? <laughs> they showing a lot of her scenes probably at that point. Uh, Shauna Lynch, Latasha Lynch. Oh, uh, the, the the black lady, Lady 007. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably falling asleep around there. Wake up. What if they gave you an hour worth of her storyline? I could see it, the transition. I would throw my popper at the screen. <laughs> you gotta I want Craig. Transition. I need some Daniel. <laughs> I got to find something. I'm looking for something on here. Let's see. Now you didn't re- all of it. You didn't respond when I said I want Craig. Jolene, <laughs> he just let you know everything about you. Jolene, Jolene. I don't know. This, this may apply. When you want to disrespect me and the money team, and we got seven Rolls Royces outside, and we just made 350 racks on the... Don't disrespect me. I'm going to smack you up again, fool. And apologize for his actions. Because I'm not playing, man. You niggas think I sing songs and, and run around here and do dances? I don't play that shit, man. You not... He said, listen, if anybody talks shit about me, I'm going to smack them niggas in the face. And I said, you know what? What? You, you know you right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's classic. <laughs> Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. All drill, y'all. Stop playing with my name. Like how many trees? <laughs> said, no more. <laughs> no more. Now, this is an underrated quote he said. But I'm saying, why come here just man. to Look, curse us up? What's happening, man? I wanted to see you. I wanted to Please. talk to you on your man and your face. Absolutely. <laughs> you understand me? I knew a few places you was at. I could have pulled up, but I don't think that was gangster. Well, I don't think that was gangster. Like <laughs> did you see the did you see the Romeo Masterpiece interview? Nah, I ain't watched that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Just the fact that Romeo was trying to be this uh, super positive and uplifting person, all while speaking with so much broken English. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded crazy. What up, my G? Envy, what up? What up, Ray J? What happened, man? What went on? Are we live? Are we live? No, no, no. Yes. No. We, yes. We, yes. We live? We live. Right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. the chaos ensued. <laughs> and then memories were made. All after the question. We live? All right, Anybody cool. out there putting comments if you remember this song? Got a secret. Formula, it's got a little bit of high and a little bit of hard. I got a secret. Formula, it's a little bit of high and a little bit of hard. I got a secret. I was on Dexter's laboratory. See, I just, uh, I, I asked somebody at work the other day, I was like, um, something about Dexter's laboratory, and they were like, Laboratory? You mean laboratory? That's how he said it. Like I apologize. (laughs) Oh yeah. uh, If these people are out there listening, there is uh, uh, my friends from work are trying to. They asked me what this podcast name was. I told them, guess. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, if you can find it (laughs) without no hints, yeah, you you find that's impressive. You can find it with no hints, then kudos to you. Yeah, ask. <laughs> and they said, "Well, why won't I just tell them the name?" 
I said, because it's funnier this way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's literally no way you can find this. <laughs> and they said, don't you want the viewers? I was like, nah, I want the laughs more than I want the viewers. Yeah. That's right. I got two spoons and I went, excuse about the squeeze the food, the food, the food. Y'all can't tell I loaded up my soundboard with <laughs> randomness. Lord. Oh, man. All right, so you said about 36 minutes you're going to fall asleep in uh, no time to die. Mm-hmm. If I had to put it at, I'd put like probably like 59. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give myself a little bit of credit. Staying awake an hour. For one, that's a shame that that sounds crazy to me. Because, <laughs> like, you know, you got the, the initial urge of the excitement. I'm looking forward to the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, got my girl, uh, Ana de Armez, or whatever her name is, uh... Uh, so you know I'm, I'm gonna be pretty intrigued, it's, but then when the story starts slowing down and the action stops, because you know the movie gonna open up with some action, <laughs> then you still you like you still uh, sitting in that action for a little bit, you let that wear off, and then once the story start getting in, you start being confused about all the 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 spy jargon they start throwing out there and trying to figure out what's going on, and you're like, yo, what's uh what's Freddie Mercury doing in here? And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Then you start falling asleep <laughs> by like 59, then then you wake back up hour 12. Yeah, you good for a little bit. Two hour mark. And then I should be smooth selling after that. Mm. So I say about three times. Three times a couple minutes each. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do too much. Depend wait, depends on what time of day I see this. I'm gonna probably go see it after work. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now we now we reaching territory where I might just fall asleep, fall asleep. All right, um moving on to um nothing that's related. Um your boy J D Dillard. Who? J.D. Dillard. Uh, you know, the, the director of Slight. Oh, Black. <laughs> That's how you got it. <laughs> Up and coming uh, young filmmaker out there. Apparently, he's been rumored to be given a Star Wars film. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, he must have really pitched that movie. <laughs> I mean, Slight for being a low-budget little uh, sci-fi movie was, it was pretty decent. Uh, with your boy, uh, not Brandon T. Jackson, but Brandon T. Jackson 2.0, Jacob Lattimore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so my question to you is, or, or let me start before I ask the question. Uh, apparently, this movie is going to take place on the Sith planet that was at the end of The Rise of Skywalker, where the Emperor was basically uh, brought back to life and was sitting all those years. Um, so it's going to take place so there. Now they were saying it might have been a clone, whatever they said. I don't know what they talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my question to you is, are you sleeping on this being a, a movie starring Finn or nah? This is going to have Finn, Lando Calrissian, his daughter, Michael B. Jordan, Jacob Lattimore, and Tessa Thompson. Sounds fire. So I wish for you on a bright shine of star. Everywhere I look, there you are, there you are. It's the girl in the green dress. She took my breath away. And now I look to the sky for a better day. To the beach shore and Scooby Snacks. I met a fly girl and I can't Because she's the little lady in all my dreams. I wish for you on a falling star. I'm under the falling star. Do I ever cross your mind in the warm <laughs> this yeah. might be the one episode that gets taken down because he's gonna fight it. 
hope like, you guys find it. <laughs> Recognize <laughs> that that verse is not okay. Like I thought I removed that from the face of the earth. <laughs> it was very hard to find to program into this. That's a shame. <laughs> Tell you, he wiped it clean. Mm-hmm. You don't want that around. Just like uh, Tiffany Haddish don't want that song from like I'm a boss. Going to find it. That movie needs to hurry up and come out on Blu-ray. Which I is need. something no one's ever said. Yeah, I'm the only one saying that, but I got my reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so you say you go, let's go. That movie's on the fire, though. Mm, that's a good movie. <laughs> in the second, when they do the sequel to it, it's going to transition to be Michael B's movie. But the first one, we're going to let uh, Finn be the lead and create his team. Actually, Michael B's going to be the bad guy. He ain't gonna do two of these. <laughs> he <laughs> or he can do all three as like the new Darth Vader, new Kylo Ren, new whoever it was in the the prequel trilogy. Darth Maul in the first one. It was actually a. It was really just basically the Emperor the whole time. Yeah, I was about to say. Because <laughs> it was yeah, Darth Maul, then it was Darth. Um, uh, Sidious? What is it? I think Darth Sidious is the Emperor. Okay, so but his name is Darth something stupid. Darth. I want to try to think of it on my own. Darth. I know. I even back then I barely remembered his name. What is Darth uh, Gargarius? This I feel like you're getting closer. Darth. I don't do this, but um, yeah. go ahead and break them off with a little preview of the remix. No, I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you the way you do the things you what do. What is his name? Let's we'll figure it out. Trying to get you to a hotel, you must be a football coach. The way you got me playing the field. So let me give you that toot toot. And let me give you that toot. Let me give you that toot toot. Running in her hands through my fro. Bouncing on 24. While they're saying on the radio. It's the remix to Ignition. Wow, they remix to Ignition? That's dangerous. All right, I'm going to go ahead. Darth Tyrannus? Nah, that ain't Tyrannus? I feel like we're getting close, though. Duranius. <laughs> nah, that's a dude I went to school with. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My boy Duranius. I ain't going to tell you, though. I'm going to look this up, see how close I am. I know I'm close. I got to be. He was just so trash. He was a really mm-hmm. whack villain. Oh, we're, we're not even close. Because it ain't even Darth anything. <laughs> Wait, no, I think you know, I think it, no, I think his name was Darth something. He just went by something throughout the whole movie. Uh This Star Wars. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tyrannus? Darth Tyrannus. 
I knew that sounded familiar. Yeah, but he went by Count Dooku the whole time. That's what I was <laughs> trying to think of, Count Dooku. Yeah. There we go. Right. Uh, I don't even feel better about it, actually. No, I know. <laughs> I thought I was going to feel like relieved, <sighs> but nope. Sorry, y'all just had to bear with us like Paddington. I mean, uh, would you prefer it bars or Paddington bars? Come on, respect it. Let's go. Paddington at the moment because you ran them it bars into the ground like Pennywise just went bankrupt because this place where he sells alcohol. Oh my gosh! Well. <laughs> I couldn't even wait for that to finish. <laughs> my gosh! All right, here's just a little random Star Wars trivia. I like to always bring this up. Before Hayden Christensen was cast as uh, <laughs> as young Anakin, uh, they were trying to get some established actors like uh. Jonathan, Jonathan Brandis. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> Ryan Phillippe. Okay. Colin Hanks. At least it's not um, Chet Hanks. <laughs> Chet Hanks would have did it in Patois. He would have accent. <laughs> they would have hated him even more. And Paul Walker. Chet Hanks could have played... Uh, <laughs> Could have played uh, Jar Jar Banks. Yeah, he could have. He, <laughs> he was doing patois. Uh, but uh, Leonardo DiCaprio also met with John Lucas for a row, but he was he was, he was definitely unavailable. John Lucas, George. <laughs> you know, John Lucas had the he had Star Wars first. <laughs> Did George Lucas stole it from him? <laughs> Always stealing it from the black man. What Wait, John Lucas, oh. what? He told me enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's always like stealing it from the black man. Never told you what happened. Here's the infamous thing you ever get. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. Say what? <laughs> Now, where yeah. did everybody get Luke? I'm your father from. He didn't even say it the way people say it. Yeah. He said it very calmly. I am your father. <laughs> uh, freaking Star Wars. But um, I don't know where I was at. But yeah, we, we talked about JD Dillard. Well, uh, okay. Yeah. All right, pushing like crazy. Hey, but you already know, uh, uh, Ludwig uh, Garrison would have did the scores for it. Of course, and it'd been all black movies. It'd have been fire. Human Torch. What do you know? All right, the unbearable weight of a massive talent, which is the movie that is going to have two Nicolas Cages in it. Tight. Uh, that movie is going to recreate scenes from past Nicolas Cage movies. So my question to you is, are you sleeping on Nicolas Cage being in an MCU movie in the future? So again, let me break it down for you. If you're <laughs> sleeping on it, that means you don't believe it will happen. If you're not sleeping on it, then you can definitely see Nick Cage being in a Marvel movie in the future. I feel like I can see him being in one in the future. It got to be one of the weird ones. He can be in like a Guardian. Well, Guardian's about to be over. He can be in a... He could have definitely been, uh, what's his name, in Guardians 2, the dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, yeah. He can definitely be in Guardians. He could have played the role that uh, Sylvester Stallone played. Or that. Yeah, so I can definitely see him in something like that. I can see him being in like Eternals too. Yep. I ain't he can even be seen in the movie. Captain Marvel too. Oh, he can be the villain in Captain Marvel. I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be almost perfect. I ain't gonna be the villain in Captain Marvel too, whoever the villain is. They probably won't let her fight a girl this time. <laughs> it's only fair, like a uh, place with carnivals. 
Carnivals are in fairs. And I'm like in the a eye. place with carnivals. I beat a lot of triggers in my lifetime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fact that I explained it but and justified it was whack. It's, I've been it is justified like Penny Rise re recorded a Justin Timberlake yeah. album. <laughs> When I'm breaking the finger Oh my Lord, I'm breaking my heart <laughs> And every Christmas Eve My soul is always uh. torn apart <laughs> Pennywise over there, dude That oh, with a rock <laughs> just, It was justified Oh my gosh That was That was whack And I, that made me forget about It's only fair like a place with carnivals <laughs> Nah. Oh my I, gosh. I justified it. <laughs> like Pennywise uh, yeah. justifies Justin Timberlake from the cover of Justified. Oh my god. Now you're just adding wax stuff to it. <laughs> nah, it's called a reshape bar. Oh my gosh. Like a smushed Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> okay, this dude don't take nothing. He don't take his uh, stuff serious. I'm on a roll. Like butter? Hey. <laughs> Don't ask me like a question mark, please. Don't be so quick to walk away. Dance with me. I want to rock your body. Now picture uh, Bill Skarsgård doing the Pennywise dance. <laughs> <laughs> so I should take my costume out and do the dance to really all sure. videos. <laughs> You really should put the costume on and dance to some Justify. <laughs> put it on TikTok. I can be like the kids. TikTok. Just something about you. I'm looking at you. He took out to the woods one time and y'all yeah, forgot yeah. that this man had hits. You're scared now. Right? <laughs> Don't feel me, baby. It's just Justin. He put the clips on a song. Right. Or Pharrell said. Hey, I'm gonna put the clips on this you song. You mind? I'm about to put my boys on this. this. Like, okay. I kinda noticed something one night in the colorful face. Remember the first time I heard this song when he premiered it at the music, uh, the MTV Music Awards. I recorded it on VHS and replayed it back constantly. I was like, what? Fire. Did <laughs> the man from Instinct just drop? I think I ran to this real quick. Just remember, sing this song with me. Young man, and we were very young when this came. <laughs> the house, like, when I was still bugging, <laughs> had this playing in my alarm clock slash CD player. You gotta keep an alarm clock slash CD player. Had that in my stack of CDs by B2K's Pandemonium. Yeah, your uh, favorite. Uh, your favorite was J Bug. You told the world. No, that was just the one I happened to receive for Christmas. That's the one you requested. Santa was like, "Oh no, I know, I know." I think I went to the store. Yeah, that's, right. that's the one they had left. 
That was disappointed. Uh, that's the one they had left. Because I definitely win a Mariana as everybody else would. Fizzo. Then Bug. And then at the very bottom. The raspberry. <laughs> said, Is that what raspberry stands for? Raspberry because he used to uh, blow bubbles on Chris Stokes' stomach. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I didn't know where it was going to land, but I knew something crazy was about to come out. Lord. Hold his jacket. Excuse me while I'm boogie real quick. <laughs> Like, like, you don't want to dance with me? Like, no. Okay. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. 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 Wait, didn't Mason push T have a beef at one point? Probably. I really feel like pushing T thought our base thought he sounded like him. Back then, what I couldn't tell which one was which. That's an unridiculous amount of flames in that song. Uh, anyways, what were we doing? Uh, the podcast is off the rails. Like a skateboarder. I want to say like an injured skateboarder. Um, nothing really. Just want to mention that West Ball is doing or says his new Planet of the Apes film will continue on with Caesar's legacy. I'm sleeping on that because yeah. ain't nobody want to. Con- I'd rather y'all just redo it than try to do what was done before. Yeah. I'm good. Um, ben Affleck opened up about his Batman exit. Basically saying he showed somebody the Batman script and they told him, I think the script is good. I also think you'll drink yourself to death if you go through what you just went through again, i.e. what he just went through with Justice League and Batman versus Superman. So he had to exit stage left and he now took that big wide body with him. (laughs) Yeah, he's doing his basketball movies. He had a Netflix movie I feel like nobody talked about. Yeah, Triple Frontier, that bombed. Nah, that's a new one. Oh, the one with Anne Hathaway? Yeah. <laughs> I thought the reviews were pretty terrible, um, so I don't even know if I'm going to watch it, but I'm, I'm happy that Ben Affleck decided to step away. Pennywise. You got to watch it. <sighs> nah, I ain't going to stoop to your level. I said I ain't going to do no Yeah, Pennywise you bars. you ran right into it. Like, like hey, Pennywise, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, <laughs> 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 I am the Pennywise of Barsmith. Okay. Gosh, they're gonna put me in the Barsonian. All right. Well, um, anything else you want to touch on before we move on to the weekly Geely segment? Nah, I ain't got nothing. All right. Well, I got two good nominees for you this week. Your first nominee you teased earlier, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> He's being nominated for his stupid hairdo in Venom Two. Yeah. If you're able to go Google, uh, hair looks so stupid. Woody Harrelson's hair in Venom Two. And you need the full one where he got like the three strip bangs. It just it just looks very dumb. If you if you can't find it, just take our word for it. We wouldn't steer you wrong. I tried to give you a layup and you just blew it. Nah. But yeah, so Woody <laughs> <laughs> Harrelson is his stupid hairdo for Venom or Venom 2. And then uh 
The second nominee is the director of Mulan. It's at the point where I don't even want to say her name because she's starting to make me mad. So she was already up for a nomination. I don't even remember if she won or not because of her reasoning for bot putting Mushu or <laughs> whatever in this Mulan live action, whatever. But now, apparently there's another character that's not in the movie. So I'm going to just read it. I'm going to read it. Like, I'm looking inside of Pennywise's soul. I can read his thoughts. <laughs> so apparently, I'm like, nah, it's those no more. <laughs> so, so apparently Captain Lee, Lee Shang, is not in the live action remake. If you're unfamiliar with who that is, um, it was the love interest in the cartoon, the general of the army. Who then became her, you know, i.e. love interest at the end of the movie. Uh, apparently, he is not in the movie. And apparently, he's also known as a bisexual icon. In the cartoon? Yeah, I, think, I guess it just, I mean, I guess it makes sense because he thought uh, she was a boy. Level, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess. But whatever, I thought he didn't fall for it until he figured out she was a girl. But I don't know. I ain't seen the movie in forever. But here is the reasoning for why, um, and this is according to the producer, but I'm blaming it on the director. Um, we split Lee Shang into two characters. No, that's not the one I'm looking for. Where's the Where's the quote? All right, here we go. I think this is it. Um, nope. We nope, that ain't the quote. Oh, my gosh. Where's the quote? I'm going to find this quote. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, and this is, I, I believe, from the director, the producer as well, but I'm still blaming it on the director. Uh, I think particularly in a time of the Me Too movement, having a command, commanding officer that is also the sexual love interest was very uncomfortable, and we didn't think it was appropriate. So they split his character up into two different characters, apparently. Okay. One being Commander Twang, who is played by Donnie Yen, who also serves as her surrogate father and mentor in the course of the movie. The other is Hong Wai, who is played by Hyun Son An, who is Mulan's equal in the squad? So once again, um, another character was taken out for a reason. Don't really <laughs> agree with the reason, but whatever. But yeah, once again, y'all just pulling this movie even farther away from the source, and it doesn't look it doesn't it doesn't look familiar. The reason y'all are bringing these things to life, y'all taking a familiar source, yeah. and y'all are making it. Making it, uh, unplug this again. Uh, making this uh, just live action, but similar. You ain't got to go as similar as like Lion King did, but you can also have familiarity. Let it go down the same path with different stuff here and there, but not Mulan. They want to make a completely different movie just with the same title, same alleged character, going down the same familiar storyline, but want to change so much. And so this movie already doesn't look good. But the fact that even more stuff that you don't even notice in the trailer are not even going to be in there makes it even more infuriating. And I'm not even that big. I'm not even a Disney fan. Like, I don't really care about these movies. I wasn't there first night for Beauty and the Beast. I didn't see the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Cinderella was dumb boring. Uh, I mean, Aladdin was, I only was, I really saw it because Will Smith was in it. So I was like, these movies well, are, these movies ain't speaking to me, but that's just ridiculous. So, who you going with for the weekly Geely? You going with Woody Harrelson, or you know I'll I'll change it 
to or to who's this person I said Jordan Reed or is that the football player? Is that Reed? No, the football player was tight end. Uh, the, the the what's it called? The Redskins. Well, what's this person's name? Is it Jordan Reed? Is it Jordan Reed too? <laughs> what is that name? Why am I losing the name? I've lost the name so many times. <laughs> Reed, where are you? Jason Reed. Right, yeah, okay. Right. So Jason Reed or Woody Harrelson. And I'm blaming Woody Harrelson because he could have vetoed that hairstyle. He didn't have to go out looking stupid. Who am I going with? Because <laughs> Woody Harrelson definitely looked very, very stupid. But I'm going to go Jason Reed because he keeps doing unnecessary changes and trying to justify it when it's not needed. So I'm going to go Jason Reed. All right, Jason Reed, you are getting the weekly Jilly for the week, sir. Or ma'am, is Jason a girl's name? Nah, I ain't heard of a girl named okay. uh, Jason. Yes, so, so you're getting the weekly Jilly. You're letting this. You're letting this uh this sensitive time that we're in. You're overthinking it. Like, come on, just make the movie. It wasn't even that like, wasn't even that close to the Me Too movement, in my opinion. As you're making it seem, but what do I know? I don't know nothing. Um, yeah. But still, just stop taking characters out. Just put Mushu, Mishu or whatever his name is back in there, and yeah. everything will be fine. But no. So now I'm looking at everything with more of a, 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 a critical lens. So, Jason, go sit in the corner and rewrite this movie. <laughs> oh, you didn't even write it. Go make whoever wrote this movie to rewrite it, be the producer. Produce. Gosh. <sighs> All right, it's time to move on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. Let's see. I believe we got two movies to resolve. See. I need to make my comeback on. Yeah, because you're down 8 2 right after now. After I smoked you out last year, I'm just yeah. keep bringing it up. Wait, did I? Did I ever order, uh, say what movie I wanted for the Oscar win? I don't even remember when that was. <laughs> Definitely didn't say it, because I'm sure I would have ordered it. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> definitely remember looking. So I literally I don't must... even, for one, I don't even remember us talking about this. <laughs> about, I think we just did the Oscar thing. Kept it pushing like a Lamas class. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I really did do it nonchalant, like, I uh I won this and then just <laughs> moved yeah, on. We, ne- we we definitely didn't mention the bet on that one. Yeah. <laughs> like we even, normally yeah, we could just skip that one because <laughs> it was it was so nonchalant, and I That's surely didn't even remember. Well, we definitely didn't look it up. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. I won't even remember to look it up, anyways. <laughs> uh, man. But uh, what did we have? Oh yeah, so we got. Uh, I'm winning eight two, so I need to expand my lead. Person. Oh my gosh, eight two! <laughs> like I had to really let that sink in. Uh, like the Titanic. Like de- I was say like quicksand, but that sucks. Some of us are different, <laughs> and I'm a bar Smithsonian. Oh. But the first movie for this week, or that we have to resolve, is Brahms, The Boy Two. <laughs> so off this title alone, you know the movie's gonna suck. Yeah, but it is currently sitting at a ten percent in Rotten Tomatoes right now. <laughs> I gave it a high thirty percent. You went with a twenty three percent. Thank you. Giving you the victory there. I must have been shooting for the moon when I said 30. 30 must just be my low. 
it's eight to three now. Now we got the Invisible Man, which is sitting at a nice high 90%, certified fresh. Fresh. I know I didn't say nothing high. I was close. I gave it an 88%. You went with a 60%. Giving me the dub there. Moving my lead back up. Now it's nine to three. Now we got two movies to resolve this week. The first is Coach Carter White Edition. A.K.A. The White Way Coach. Back. What are you giving Remember the Titans White Edition? Seventy. Nope, sixty-three. Okay. Sixty-three. This is tough. I can I see some it. overcooked steak. Don't turn the music up after that part. That ain't a a celebration. I'm going to go with 54%. Okay. I just feel like it could be one of those right in the middle joints. All right, next we got the movie that no one thought would ever come out, The Hunt, which I didn't like that trailer. They was really gassing that movie like it was the most talked about movie of all time. What are you giving The Hunt, though? (sighs) Yeah, they really... For one, the reason the hunt got canceled was stupid in the first place. So. Yeah, <laughs> it was a sensitive culture we live in. They just make brash decisions and then go back and regret them later. Oh, that being said, I don't know why I'm giving the hunt forty nine percent. Well, I had forty percent in my head, so I'm gonna just keep it there. So I hope it sucks. <laughs> so I'm going with forty percent. You're going with forty nine percent. Um. And then again, for the way back, I went with 54 and you went with 63%. So we will see those get resolved here in the next week and two. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it. Unless you got some Blu-rays. Yep, got some Blu-rays. Today's Blu-rays. We got or as you call, um, what's his name? What's Wills in Avatar? And what actor is that? Is that Sam Worthington? <laughs> I know we always say this anytime his name's brought up. What's Sammy doing? Shooting Avatar. <laughs> Anyways, we got Knives Out. Nah, but you call him when he's in his Avatar costume. You call him Blue Bay. I had to get that out. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I had uh, to get it out. The setup was there. No, it was not. Yeah, you kept postponing it like a delayed game. That would that would might have been a miss. <laughs> that one might have been a miss, but <laughs> <It> might have been <laughs> uh, might have been a miss. That's right. I got two spoons and I went. Excuse me, Bob. Please, 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 please. Knives Out is uh, definitely a must own. Uh, look forward to adding that to my Blu-ray collection. Frozen Two. Future. I mean, I guess I'll put it as a might stream on my Disney Plus whenever it gets on yeah. there. <laughs> Since I <laughs> fell asleep on the first one, I'll fall asleep on this one, too. I ain't never seen it. Um, let's see. Dark Waters? Did you see that? Uh, Mark Ruffalo? And nah, that, that didn't speak to me. <laughs> Queen and Slim? I put that as a... I don't know if I would add it to my collection, but I put it as a... Uh, I don't know what I replaced a... Uh, Except as a gift, but definitely put it up there. I put it as a high accepted gift. I really enjoyed that. I really thought that was a really well done movie. Um, so yeah, I put that as a high accepted as a gift. All right, throwback. Wait, this ain't. When did 
Did, did How to Train Your Dragon The Hidden World already come out and streaming and Blu-ray and all that? I hope so. It came out at the beginning of last year, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, that definitely got to be out. So I ain't gonna throw back. We'll do Trolls. Even though I'm a big JT fan, I really wasn't a fan and of that. You're excited mm-hmm. about Trolls too? With I'm not excited about Sizzle that. Justin Timberlake. I mean, that is a banger, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I am not excited for the movie, so I will put that as a, I don't need to see that again. And I've seen it enough. My niece, or one of my nieces, constantly kept watching it, so every time I was over there, it was on. I was like, you got more than one niece? But then I forgot all <laughs> about the new one, or the new girl. Who is a giant. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it. All right, well. This has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. It is I, Mr. Unknown himself, a.k.a. Mr. Nobody, no Furious 7, uh, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Leo Wise. You want to disrespect me and the money team? And we got seven Rolls Royces outside and we just made 350 racks on the... Yeah, seven Rolls Royces parked in the back. He said, listen, if anybody talks shit about me, I'm going to smack them niggas in the face. And I said, you know what? You know you right. <laughs> Brother Love was probably listening to this like <laughs> did not say that. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh but yeah, you already know it's Leo Av, new album coming soon. Um you can also call me Yo, uh, Trey Av can make a little album together. Call I, ain't, the, I ain't no snitch. <laughs> new Pox or whatever. Nah, I ain't no it. snitch. Me and him are one and the same. We both let that thing talk, but I ain't no snitch. <laughs> uh but Man, who else they call me? They call me LeBron James, uh, Anthony Davis, uh, Neon Waiters. Uh, neon Waiters? Oh if gosh. that isn't a name of a R&B dude or an R&B group. That just sounds like a specialty restaurant where they serve you the food in the dark. And the waiters and waitresses got make neon. got to wear glow-in-the-dark outfits. And then yeah, the they, Neon Waiters. Sp- uh, suspenders. Glow in the dark suspenders. <laughs> nah, neon waiters or neon waters is like a, a soulful like division type of yeah, RB album make, group. They make party naked door music. Nah, party naked door. Not my favorite artist. <laughs> you take it too long. Um, all right, uh, who else I is uh, the Navisible Man, Nene, the Hedgehog. The Gnawl of the Wild. My Narrow Academia. Bad Nates for Life. Harley Nates and the Birds of Prey. Harley Nates. <laughs> the Nate Practical Jokers. The Navy. 1917. Brahms the Nate 2. And Fantasy Nateland. Also known as the one and only Fitbit Messiah himself, Rolly yeah. Mannequin. I think I'm a rolling mannequin. Styling, profiling while I'm gliding. It's your boy, Joaquin Catching Pace. Perfect. <laughs> no, never. Just keep going. I'm going to let you dig your own grave. <laughs> I'm done. I am done with it. Like, I am never watching that Pennywise movie again. There you can go. I wake up in the morning, I got murder on my mind. AK 47, I can live the glass of nine. That was a hit. You keep playing it all you want. It's only bigging me up. Nah, he's just singing my thoughts when I hear those whack bars. 
Uh, it's your boy Wacky and Penny's or Vega Pushka, aka Kai and Taylor Joy Johnson Van Zen, aka Sweet Lady. Oh, would, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like an Easter basket. All right, we should do a... Evan Rachel Woods sucks. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say we should do an over-under. How many Pennywise Pennywise bars you going to do on the next episode? I'm going to do zero. You, 170. (laughs) Don't make me attempt it. All right, I'm going to do a Pennywise counter. All right. Like if somebody painted it on the... (laughs) (laughs) Please don't let that start it off. Because that was horrible. It takes a lot to make a stew. A pinch of salt and laughter too. A scoop of kids to add the spice. A scoop of kids? It was Michael Jackson singing this? If anybody's seen too many cooks, they know what that reference means. A scoop of kids. Uh, If you vote for me, all of your wildest dreams will come true. I'm gonna vote for her. Alright, well, guess it's Bye. time to end this <laughs> off with the. Yeah. No young Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs>